savers are losers, and cash is trash. Now, when I say the phrase savers are losers, it's not a personal attack on anyone's identity. What I'm actually saying is that if you save money, you are literally losing money. And this is a phrase I'm borrowing from Robert Kiyosaki in his book, Rich Dad, Poor Dad. And I remember hearing him use the phrase, savers are losers for the first time, and just feeling like that was so backwards. But when I started to understand what inflation was and what it was doing to my money, it helped me understand why those with money vision say savers are losers and cash is trash. So in this episode, we will talk about why savers are losing money and how to find assets that help you benefit from inflation. Welcome to Money Vision U. In this podcast, we are passionate about teaching the financial class you should have had in high school so you can learn how to fast track your financial freedom. If you want to learn how to make, manage, and multiply your money and see opportunities the way the wealthy do, then you came to the right place. I'm your host, Stuart Berryhill. Money Vision U, class in session. Why do those with money vision refer to their cash as trash? Well, it's because ultimately, the U.S. dollar is a currency that is constantly being inflated. And if you remember from the last episode, inflation ultimately means it is becoming less valuable. Anything that is inflated means that it is declining in value over time. So because the U.S. dollar is becoming worth less every year, That means it is technically something that is taking money out of your pocket and thus a liability. And this is why those with money vision say savers are losers and consider their cash trash. It is something that is losing value for them. If someone saves $1,000 in their piggy bank, for example, it will have less value a year from now, five years from now, etc., You will still have the $1,000 that is in the piggy bank, but it doesn't have the same buying power that it once did when you started saving. And this is because of the silent thief called inflation. Your $1,000 that you had stored in a piggy bank or under a mattress, it'll still be there when you go and get it out. However, while it may look like the same amount in dollars, inflation has diminished its value. If someone puts their money into a savings account, maybe at a bank, the bank may claim that they pay you interest, which technically they may pay you like half a percent or a tenth of percent or even less on interest. And congratulations, at the end of the year, you have earned an interest payment of a couple of cents for having $1,000 in a savings account with that bank. But here's what a lot of people don't understand. While your $1,000 in that savings account technically grew to a thousand and maybe five dollars we'll just throw a number out there or whatever it is in the in the course of a year this does not take into account the rate of inflation so let's just say the rate of inflation over the year is three percent then you need to realize that your money is worth three percent less than it was the prior year and take that into account While, yes, your bank account showed five more dollars after saving for a year, 
Inflation is the silent thief. The amount of dollars you had didn't decrease. It actually technically increased. However, its overall buying power decreased. So you can't necessarily see inflation, which is why some people call it a silent thief. I do want to say that while we are talking about savers are technically losers because they're losing money over time, I do want to say the principle of having something like an emergency fund, which is basically savings for if life takes a bad turn, you lose a job, have a car wreck, health bill, something unforeseen just kind of hits you and you need that emergency fund for the emergency, I do think it is wise to have something like that in case things go wrong. But it is also good to recognize that maybe the $10,000 you have or whatever in an emergency fund savings won't have the same value a year from now. So for me, I'm in a season of life where I can be a little bit more aggressive. we got no kids. We're in pursuit of financial freedom. So we invest the majority of what we have available and have a much smaller amount in our emergency savings fund. So you might choose the risk tolerance for you based on the season of life you are in, but I did want to throw that in there. The concept that I want you to understand is that when you invest your U.S. dollars into some sort of an asset, you are literally trading a depreciating currency for something that is appreciating. So to wrap this point up, the wealthy understand what assets are and invest their money into assets while everybody else puts money in liabilities that they think are assets. The more you understand why the U.S. dollar is not an asset but a liability, the more you will understand why cash is considered trash to those with money vision. So now let's take a brief look at the effect inflation has on, let's just look at two of the different asset classes. I just want to look at paper assets and real estate because I think These examples will help you understand the effect of inflation and what to consider with inflation when investing. So let's start with seeing how inflation affects returns on investment in paper assets and how we should think about our returns specifically in the stock market. If you hear a financial advisor advertise the returns they project for you from the stock market, if you invest with them, They might say something like, oh, we expect something like an average of 10% annual rate of return. But that doesn't tell the full story because this does not account for inflation. And those with money vision account for inflation in any of their returns on their investment. So let's say the rate of inflation was 3%. Well, then technically, you need to just subtract that 3% from the 10% that they are saying in order to estimate what your actual return would be. So they advertise 10%. You would then need to know that you should subtract around 3% to account for the rate of inflation, or whatever the rate of inflation that is that year. You could just find that on Google. And understand that your returns are really more like 10% minus 3%, which would be 7%. Inflation ultimately is not beneficial to investors in the stock market. It is diminishing their returns. Now let's look at the example of real estate. When you invest in real estate, inflation is actually something that is a benefit to your investment. And the main reason for this is debt. When you take on debt, especially when you have an interest rate that is locked in for a while, secured and locked in, 
with the rate of inflation, the amount of debt you owe technically is becoming less and less over time. That may confuse you, but think about it this way. $100,000 worth of debt today is a lot less than $100,000 worth of debt 20 years ago because the value of those dollars has become worth less due to inflation. Let me read this definition of why inflation is beneficial to those with assets leveraging debt. I think this just puts it really well. Inflation allows borrowers to pay lenders back with money that is worth less than it was when it was originally borrowed, which benefits borrowers. Securing long-term fixed debt with an asset like real estate can help you actually benefit from inflation. Hopefully you can see how inflation can help or hinder your returns from different assets you invest in. So from this episode, we have unpacked why those with money vision say savers are losers and cash is trash, as well as looking at the effect inflation can have on different types of asset categories. The U.S. dollar is in the paper asset category, but something is only an asset if it is putting money into your pocket. As long as the U.S. dollar is being inflated, it is losing value and thus a liability. But when you invest your U.S. dollars into assets, you are trading a depreciating currency for something that is appreciating. Inflation is a silent thief, but it doesn't sneak by those with money vision. Thank you for listening to this episode of Money Vision U. If this is something that added value to you, then please subscribe, leave a review, and share. We are passionate about teaching financial literacy so you can learn to take control of your financial future. If you want to learn more, then follow us on social media platforms at Money Vision U. We look forward to catching you in the next class.